1: So we answered all those questions a couple weeks ago, and I've got a couple left for uh, when we kind of talk about the story arcs of Season 1. But given what's going on this weekend, I do have two questions that don't really fit into the latter category, but I didn't get them in time to put them into the the question thing we did for Episode 50. So I'm going to ask them now, because we want to all talk about Endgame, and we're not going to. But that's what we want to do. We just made ourselves stop so we could start recording
2: the the play by Samuel Beckett.
1: Yes, yep. Or the new uh, movie starring Julia Roberts on Netflix. Oh, good. Yeah, I that's real, know. isn't it? It is. It okay, is. Um, so, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Man, that depends. I you know. know that we've I talked know. heavily
0: about this. Mm-hmm. That depends on does my Having superpowers story begin with me being a hero or a villain.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about the other thing of nope <laughs> of my that theory that I have this theory that the superpowers you want and the superpowers your body can handle are not the same. It was years ago we talked about this because mm. I I want to have teleportation. I love teleportation. I love Nightcrawler, but I always had the thought that like. The superpowers you're going to have are based off of what your body is used to dealing with. So, like, if you are strong, you have to hug people gently or shake hands or do whatever. So that person would be more equipped for, like, super strength because they're going to know, oh, I have to only use part of my strength to do daily tasks. So there's always that theory of, like, okay, what's the superpower you would have versus the one that you want?
0: Um, I Essentially, Colossus. I just—that's always been the thing as a, just a tiny little dude that used to, you know, get beat up in a little hillbilly town— the thing that I just imagined and wish I could do is just and with metal skin and throw somebody a
2: football field away. But like the arcade.
0: Yes, exactly. It yeah.
1: <laughs> just comes off of your body. Yep. I just imagined very clearly that in your hillbilly town that that was just part of the day. It's like, oh, three o'clock. Time to go chase time. that Wilburn kid around.
0: Yep. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I really like the idea of like invulnerability and super strength. I mean, that's the most OP shit. Like, right. The Hulk is op because he's the hulk and he's got those abilities if you can't die and you can kill anyone you don't lose like that's ultimately what everything comes down to but barring that i think i would go with uh i think it'd be interesting to have like the rumors power from uh oh Cinderella academy oh yeah to be able to just say something or like kill like purple man Kilgrave. like yeah to be able to say something and people just do it i like to believe that i would not be a villain about it though you know That it would be like if somebody's robbing a bank and I just went, put the gun down, that they would. Yeah. I am in love with two superpowers, super speed and super
2: accuracy. Mm-hmm. If you guys ever remember the show Alphas off of the sci-fi channel, yeah, oh, I love yeah. that. Shit. The one of the main characters had like, whenever he activated his powers, like super accuracy and he didn't just use it to like, you know, oh, I'm going to just shoot this guy from far away. Like he used it, uh, some kid was running away from him and there was a book on the ground. And so he used his foot, slid the book underneath the kid's foot as he took a step and the the kid like slipped. And I thought... That is a great way to use that power without it being so, like, in-your-face sort of thing. So I've always liked accuracy. And
0: you'd just be, like, amazing. You'd be in the NBA and stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, whenever we went axe throwing and uh, mm. I got the top axe throwing thing, that was, like, a huge, like, boner for me right there. Like, I was, <laughs> I was like, on top of the world. I felt really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go teleportation. Not only because it would be a really fun power to have just in general life, like, oh, I can live wherever I can live where the cost of living is best, but I will work someplace else is a nice thought. Um, and then also just the thought of being able to, you know, if you're stopping a mugger, like appear behind them and hit them and disappear and appear in front of them. as they're turning around and just I love a lot of those Nightcrawler combat scenes in comic books?
2: Well, hell, X-Men two like really did him yes. justice uh, going after the president and everything. Yeah. So that was pretty amazing.
1: Uh, And then the other question is, uh, and we've got this question before. I guess I don't know that we've ever talked about it on the air. The title of your podcast is called The Crit Show, and your logo has a D20 in it. Are you aware that the game that you play deals with neither of those things? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we are fully aware. We actually came up with the logo and the title of this podcast before it was Monster of the Week. Um, We originally, we've talked about this before, we were going to play a superhero uh, not vagabond. Um, vigilante, yeah, superhero vigilante story and pathfinder. But then once Monster of the Week kind of started to happen, and we realized how much we liked this game, we didn't want to change the name or the logo because we really liked them. They were really, uh, really sharp looking, and so we were just like, well, you know, eventually maybe it'll make sense.
2: <laughs> and that's not to say we won't use like a game that uses a d twenty later down the road or anything. That's true. So, yeah,
1: and you know, it's d twenty is iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that, and you go, oh, role playing game. Yeah. And so it, you know, does give that. Yeah.
2: And it's more recognizable, I think, with a crit 20 and a crit fail uh, more than a, oh, well, that's a snake eyes and a 12.
1: Right. If it was the crit show and we had uh, D6, you might think this is a Yahtzee podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had a thought and then I couldn't develop
0: it. <laughs> it such a dad joke right there. I, know, I know. Like... Are shooting craps on this podcast?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so just a reminder from Rachel that we are having our giveaway on our anniversary. Uh, The contest ends on May 29th. Uh, The link to follow is on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. It is the tagged post on there, the pinned tweet, if you will. Um, So you can just go on there and follow the link, and it will take you to the place where you sign up to enter, and it is really just that simple. And it was also brought to my attention that we are almost at 100 ratings on iTunes. So we have decided that if we reach 100 ratings, we're actually going to add two more prizes to the drawing. Uh, So instead of one winner, we will draw three winners. If you haven't taken the time yet to rate and review the show on iTunes, uh, it really helps us out a lot. So we would appreciate if you do that. Uh, And as a way of thanking you for doing that, we're going to add a couple of additional winners to the contest uh, on our anniversary. Um, And then just a reminder that for our swag tier, we sent out all the swag for our Patreon this last month, um, if you are someone who was waiting to uh, get into the cycle or if you're a new Patreon subscriber and you're interested in getting into the swag tier, all throughout the month of May, you can sign up uh, for the Divine tier and that will put you right in the cycle of getting the swag when it comes out next in August. Um, and then I think lastly on the to-do list of things I have in front of me whenever we record these to mention, we did get our Gen Con show set and so that is Saturday uh, of Gen Con. I believe that is the 3rd at 5 p.m. And tickets for that go on sale on May 19th. There are 50 tickets available. Uh, so those go on sale um, May 19th. And they are just the standard price for a Gen Con event. It is 2 American dollars.
2: Um, We'd love to see you guys yes. out there. It would be so exciting for us. And I'm sure for you as well.
1: Because yeah, really, that's the birthplace of Damien O'Doyle. Yeah. I have to think of something good for Gen Con um you know the other live shows we do yeah whatever but gen con. gen con is the big show uh so yeah hopefully we will see you there i know there are a lot of people who have talked to us uh on the discord server saying that they are coming to gen con and some of them for the first time but we also submitted to run games every day so they have changed the information on that stuff and so i assume it will probably go live pretty soon uh but we're going to try to run a session of games every day uh which means that We will have four game sessions. I think we can get up to 20 players total. Um, So but when that goes live, we'll mention that as well.
3: Uh, A couple of people have followed up on asking if I was actually going to stream Stardew Valley. Uh, Yeah, I will absolutely stream Stardew Valley. So tweet at me if you have a funny name that you want the farm to be called because I don't want to (laughs) bother to come up with a name. So tweet at Jake Pearly. If you've got a good idea for a farm name, give it to me.
2: Is that a uh, multiplayer game? Because we could really run a crazy farm if that's the case.
3: I think it can be a multiplayer game.
0: I hope this isn't multiplayer, because if so, I'm going to do my best to turn this into PvP.
3: (laughs) We could, (laughs) I could relaunch the Minecraft server and we could start streaming Minecraft. That's a good watch. PvP will set up an arena.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that reminds me, actually, speaking of naming things, um, we have started the Snapchat for the Patreon subscribers. Um, So if you are listening and uh, you are one of the people that has the Patreon you should send us a uh, an image of what our little Bitmoji should look like because we don't have any idea what we should do for the Bitmoji, and so because there's four of us, we can't unless yeah, we just just some horrible yeah
3: draw elements out of a hat and make a monstrosity.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, if you have a Bitmoji, make one and uh, and send it to us on Snapchat so that we know what we should look like on there. You know, I. We'd always talked about like, oh, how do we get out of this? Because we've just gotten worse and worse about getting out of this. And I think it was, was it TJ, I'm Revs and Whatevs? Mm -hmm. I was on a Discord server the other day and it never even occurred to me. But the first thing that someone said to me was, it's time to rev it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it.
1: And it just never occurred to me that maybe that's how we should get out of these. It's a great idea. That
0: was quite a revelation.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh, boy.
0: That's going to reverberate through our
1: minds no. for years to come. Don't make me put this intro into reverse.
2: <laughs> oh god, you you guys act like the world revolves
3: around you. Let's kick its ass. Hey.
0: <laughs> I like that actually. I like that yeah. a lot.
3: TJ. I t-
1: <laughs> TJ. Nothing rhymes with TJ. That's not entirely true.
2: I was I was bullied at uh-huh. high school. So uh, I, I've got a few that you know,
1: Oh because of your PJs The bajama, the little footy pajamas you would wear Yeah too.
2: they'd be like TJs PJs And I'd be like ah,
1: guys It's always because you had the butt flap hanging open
2: Well that was so I could use the the Turlet a lot easier <laughs> So
1: I almost said it's time to rev up the recap But I think I would hate myself I would hate you Yeah, <laughs> And you're really my moral compass here <laughs> let's, I'm, let's be honest I'm
3: your moral compass I am not your comedy compass <laughs> You don't want to rely on that <laughs>
1: So we find ourselves in TJ and Tass's apartment. Anastasia stands over Jake. The window has just shattered in and a bullet has hit him in the chest. Rev and Tass seem kind of stunned. Anastasia looks at the shattered glass on the floor and then picks up the black clicker from the ground. How many times have you been attacked here?
0: Oh, uh, well, this makes a couple.
1: And she's looking at you on the ground, Jake, and she digs around in a pouch and pulls out a small jar and uncaps the lid and collects some of the salve from inside of it onto her finger. You're not going to be able to do things the way you used to. Shit, dude, are you okay? He'll be fine. And she leans down as if she's about to start rubbing the salve over your bullet wound.
2: And I come out of the bathroom in a bath towel and a shower cap? Hey, what's going on out here? Can you even do what you were supposed to be able to do anymore? Oh, hey, it's you. Um, I, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh
3: um boy i'm angry <laughs> and i'm trying to decide how i want to resolve it i think i want to try and make a point like i think that while i'm on the ground bleeding like as she reaches down or is like leaned over me to like rub shit in the wound that i just want to like grab her and fucking huck her over the back of my head like uh, just to demonstrate that i can still do things thank you very much okay uh roll act under pressure
1: man nine nine Uh, So yeah, you'll be able to get a hold of her, but in doing so, you're going to knock the whatever the agent was she was getting ready to rub on your wound away. Um, She's going to get a finger into the wound and inflict a little more damage, or you guys are just going to come to a stalemate holding each other's hands. That sounds a little more romantic than it is.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Um, I think the stalemate is fine. I think that makes the point enough for me. I can still do as much as she can.
1: So you guys get stuck into this moment of just staring at each other. Take it from somebody who knows. If you don't have the powers anymore, you can't run the board the same way.
0: Okay, okay, everybody, just chill out. You have more than made your point. Thank you. I think this was a little unnecessary. You're lucky
1: it was me. How many enemies do you have out here, and yet you come back to this place over and over again? You guys gotta learn a new way to work. And she relaxes the grip you have on each other, Jake, and then she swabs the salve onto your wound, and it starts to close up. You're all different. You don't know how you work. And you sure as shit don't know how you work as a team. And she vanishes. And the door opens and closes. Huh. And you know that because of the broken glass, the wards are gone. I'm
3: gonna help Jacob. up. I was super fucking Miyagi of her. Hey, you're not safe here, but let me make it less safe. And shoot you while I'm at it. Bye. Let's go, come on.
1: I just need to blow dry real quick. So everybody gets their things together. And we find the four of you sitting at dinner. So what are you guys gonna do now, like what's the plan?
0: Uh we have some kind of general cleanup at IPT, some stuff that we gotta get going for them. But um after that I think we're just looking ahead to trying out this portal.
1: Any particular one you want to go to first? I know you got that list of numbers.
0: I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're hoping to try to find TJ's grandfather.
1: All right. Like I said, I don't think it's gonna be very difficult once all the pieces are in place. It seems just to be a matter of changing some of the runes for the location. Okay. As you guys are having dinner, your phone rings, and it's Margaret. I'll answer it. We've got a way to get you there a little faster than anticipated. We actually were able to find another pilot uh, with a helicopter who can take you uh, to the jungle where everything's being built. So if you guys can be here in about an hour, we'll have you sent that way. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. Do you want any uh, pizza? Are you talking to me still? Yeah. Uh, no.
0: Okay. It'll be like an hour 10 and then I got to drop this back off in the fridge.
1: I mean, you could use the work fridge.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll do that.
1: That's what it's there for. <laughs> that's but, a good call. Thank you. Well, we will clean it out every Thursday.
0: Oh, uh, 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 yeah. We know, we know.
1: I get to eat anything that's uh, Wednesday after midnight. That's how I survive. <laughs> so Tass hangs up the phone. You guys have your meal. The check comes and you're all getting ready to leave.
3: Um, On our way out while we're <laughs> like waiting for the Uber or whatever, <laughs> uh, I want to pull Rev aside real quick for a, a secret chat.
1: A tete-a-tete?
3: Yes. Hey, do you have like a Magic 101 book that I could borrow?
1: Um, yeah, just like a, like the simple in and outs of, of what magic is and how it works, or...
3: Yeah, or like some, almost like a beginner recipe book or something?
1: Like just some real easy-to-do, you know,
3: practice this. These are your first magic tricks.
1: Um, yeah, I think so. We, we need to go back to the layer real quick.
3: Yeah, if we can swing back by. On the way, that would be cool. Uh,
1: so, yeah, you guys kind of make this uh, additional stop on the way to IPT, and he sorts through a couple of books on the shelf, and he pulls one out. Uh, yeah, this is like a... Uh, it's the equivalent of like a level one D&D spell book. It's just some of the simplest magics that people that don't have much experience with it have been able to learn.
3: Awesome. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he gives you the book, and you guys... Head back up and climb into the Uber and head to IPT. And Margaret leads you up to the roof to the helicopter pad. And a much newer helicopter comes through the city skyline and lands. And the door opens up and you see that there is a man waving you in.
2: Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll go to the helicopter then.
1: Uh, And there are three seats open. And so you guys climb inside and the pilot indicates to the headsets and uh, starts to lift off.
0: Put them on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you boys are headed out to join us,
0: huh?
3: Yeah, it looks like we are. I'm Tass. I'm Tej. Hey, Tej. I'm I'm just kind of giggling at how everybody reacts to Tej right now. I'm Jake. Hi.
1: Hey, uh, I'm Hewlett. I'm uh, one of the workers out there. Uh, I work with the uh, the engineering of the building and making sure everything that's structurally sound. So, uh, well, I came back out for some uh, equipment for Sroka. So, it's kind of serendipitous.
0: Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Well, it'll be a little bit of time before we get out there, but, uh, you know, it won't be too bad. Climate's hell, but it's beautiful. Yeah, what jungle are
0: we going to? It's uh, in Brazil. I assume you don't mean an hour away, Brazil, Indiana.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. We usually don't try to launch rockets from rural Indiana. Good. (laughs) Good. I guess we could. There's probably a lot of space. It's true. Lots of big open fields. So this helicopter trip is going to take a while. Is there anything you guys want to do on the trip there?
2: I think I want to test out my new body. Yeah, test it
3: out. <laughs> Take it for a ride. I don't know. It
1: sounds like you're doing... You're going through a lot of changes. Yeah. Oh, boy.
3: Your body's changing. Yeah. hair in new places. <laughs> <I> no, <know. laughs>
2: More hair than I want. Um, So, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, check out my new body, see, like, w- what's my grip strength? What's, you know, my bite strength? I'm taking, like things inside the helicopter and just kind of biting them
3: (laughs) (laughs) are you testing this on your unwitting allies yeah (laughs) give me your arm real quick
1: yeah so i imagine this scene because this is a much smaller helicopter it's you know two people in the front seat two people in the back seat and teaches just just reaching up into the front seat and grabbing random things and squeezing them then chewing on them is your pet gonna be all right (laughs) do i need to get some of that lemon spray (laughs) Um, I think I have
0: spent a few gear points on a werewolf saddle so we can test out his carry weight capacity.
1: (laughs) Uh, Anything else anybody wants to do? Uh, I'm going to study.
0: Read that that book. Is it safe to talk to the pilot? Like, I just want to get to know Hewlett,
2: see what's up with him. Yeah, no, it's no problem. He has terrible taste in music. Um, just, yeah, just the worst. I just want that to be. I, just, I, I need
1: to make sure everybody knows. Hewlett is horrible. He's a musician and I hate him and his art. <laughs> uh, but after uh, quite a few hours, you start to see the jungle appear and you fly over the jungle for about an hour and you start to see a clearing. What you see is a long runway, and at the end of it is a launch pad, and there's construction going on. Uh, On either sides of the runway, you see two buildings, and then there is a much larger vehicle shed. You can see a Jeep poking out of the front of it, Uh, and then dwarfing all of this is a very large structure that is square around the base and then rounded at the top. Uh, And you can see that there's a lot of flashing lights inside of it uh, from the glass dome at the top. Uh, So, uh, I mean, there's where we're going to launch from. And uh, over there, that's where they're building everything. Well, not even building, but putting it all back together. I don't know if uh, Margaret told you the whole story, but we're mostly trying to use salvage from uh, Eye of Horus to try to basically make a launching pad so we can have a place to set off all the satellites.
0: I think I
2: shudder involuntarily.
1: He lands the helicopter onto the runway and he shuts the bird down.
2: Uh, I guess we'll get out and which way do we need to go?
1: Well, you can go drop your stuff off um, over in the housing or, you know, if you want to go into the main building uh, where they're doing the building, I'm sure Sorok could be happy to see you. Yeah, let's do that. So you guys head over to the main construction building, and there is a set of enormous double doors on wheels, and uh, it is partially open. And inside, you can see someone is welding. Uh, you can see someone hanging upside down by a harness, doing some wiring on the bottom side of one of the compartments. And you see Soroka pacing back and forth uh, between two consoles.
0: Does she look super busy?
1: Um, not super busy. There, you've only seen Counting Hewlett four people.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll just try to get over to where we have an angle on her and give her a wave.
1: Yeah, she stops when she sees you and starts to head over. Well, hello, boys. How are you? We've been better. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yes, I heard about your condition. You all look very rough. You
3: know, people keep saying that, and I don't think people really anticipate how insulting it is, but it is a little (laughs) bit insulting. I'm trying my best. I combed my hair today. I think that was a
2: dig at me anyway, uh, looking a little rough.
3: Yeah. Uh, Well, it wasn't, uh, but I
1: like that. How's it going here? It's slow, but it yeah, will get done. It needs to get done. Well, let me introduce you. Uh, you already met Hewlett. He uh, he works with the engineering of all the different compartments, making sure they are structurally sound, that they connect properly, and that all of the, the airlocks work and all that sort of thing. Uh, and then hanging up there... And you see a fairly agile man hanging upside down inside of this harness. And he is kind of spider crawling back and forth between open hatches and doing wiring. Uh, That is Adam. He works with the network to make sure that all the pieces can communicate with one another properly. Uh, And then over there, and she points to someone in welding gear. Uh, that is Callie, and she works with the propulsion systems as well as the navigation. He's a small crew, but yeah, we'll get it done. I mean, everybody seems to be very busy, uh, the, all the network being down. It's it put a lot of people in a bad place.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is awesome. We really appreciate it. Um, What can we do?
1: Well, I mean, and she looks at TJ. I know that you are good with uh, the different mechanical things, or at least you were...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that.
1: Okay, great. Uh, And, Jake, I remember you being very strong. You could help us move quite a few of these things to the locations we need. We're going to have to load up a lot of the satellites onto this once it's ready, and we were going to have to rent equipment to be able to lift them. But with you here, no problem.
3: I flex. No problem,
2: indeed. And just to let you know... Jake is actually flexing right now, and he looks amazing. It
0: is I, magnificent.
1: Yeah, I know. Just wait. In a couple more days, we're going to have that Snapchat going, and this will all be worth it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, I'll
0: keep watch.
1: Well, it will be good to have your help, but uh, let me show you around, and you can uh, settle on a place to sleep and uh, get some food and whatnot. So Soroka shows you around. Um, The way it's set up is that there is essentially a bunkhouse, there's a separate building that is a number of bathrooms, Uh, there is a building that is all of the equipment, all of the tools, there is a bay where they keep all of the vehicles, and then there is the food, storage, and preparation room.
0: Is it okay if I just pretty much picture Jurassic Park, like Jurassic Park One and the little buildings? Maybe I'm I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay, because you can't stop me. That's fair. It's my brain. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, I think I would want to talk to the other two at least, just to you know introduce myself and stuff, and um otherwise just yeah look around, get the lay of the land.
1: Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you're going around and trying to just get a sense of what is here, uh, roll investigate a mystery.
0: That is a five.
1: So as you walk the perimeter with your gun, um, you know, trying to get a sense of where the markers are for the lights, where everyone can be seen at night, all of that, you don't notice anything strange standing out. It really seems like the construction has scared all of the wildlife a good distance away from here, um, and so there shouldn't be any kind of issues with the wildlife.
2: I think I'm going to uh, help the the dude who's doing all the wiring and everything. and I'm going to try and help him out and get used to, like, this new body of mine and see if I can't, you know, keep up with the dexterous people and everything.
1: Uh, Yeah. So as you're helping him try to get all the network wiring done, roll sharp. That's an eight. Yeah, it's a little harder than you remember. It's taking you significantly more time to get little things done, and you think it is part dexterity part claws and all that kind of stuff getting in the way. Um but he does seem to appreciate the help.
2: Oh good. So what happened to you? Uh you ever hear of werewolf serum? Oh yeah. Uh well, this is what happens when you take too much of it.
1: Oh shit, they should put you on a poster or something.
2: Uh yeah, I was thinking about becoming the the new dare bear
1: oh but like the dare wolf like what's a good what's a good rhyme for wolf
2: there there isn't one i don't think
1: uh i, I bet you could think of one wolf yeah like the wolf. the bluff wolf, <laughs> wolf. like wolf. how do we get people to to recognize bluff as blood <laughs> and he's just very excited to be talking to somebody
2: oh wow uh yeah and so i assume we just go on and on about all of this as we're trying to rhyme the word wolf oh you're something.
1: you're the you're the werewolf the care wolf Because I care if you do too many drugs.
3: Right. (laughs) Uh, I think that I'm going to go somewhere like secluded, like off the perimeter or something. And I'm afraid that I, in fact, can't do the things I'm supposed to be able to do. Mm. Like, I'm nervous. Uh We just got our asses handed to us in a thing. I have been shot and told that I can't do my thing anymore. So I think I'm going to go out somewhere and just kind of like put myself through an obstacle course, kind of like even if it's just partially out in the jungle, like see if I can lift things, see if I can break things, see how I
1: move and make sure
3: that I am still capable of what I think I'm capable of.
1: All right. So give me three no limits rolls. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs)
1: three too many for a montage is that what i'm learning you're just you're just power
3: leveling me um first one's a four. Second one's a five oh shit
1: and a seven so we're gonna average those because i don't want to give you three points of experience oh darn. just for testing so one point of experience yeah So, yeah, we find Jake out in the jungle and he has found a spot where he thinks that he can crush some trees down and jump over some uh, very wide rivers and swing from some vines.
2: Uh, Going from like the the whole Jurassic Park thing, it's like Ellie Sattler trying to get to the uh, the electric shed Yeah, (laughs) running over like logs and stuff.
1: Yeah. And it does not go well. Maybe something about the experience that you guys have had. You haven't really talked with each other about what happened. It may just be in your head. It may have been kind of that very strong, heavy handed message from Anastasia that she understands what it's like to lose these powers and you got to figure out how to work very differently. But nothing seems to be hitting right. You can feel the strength and the speed is there, but they're not coming out at the right moments. You're speeding up to grab something that you should be lifting, and that when you go to jump, instead of putting strength into your legs, you feel your arms tighten and tense up. It's all just misfiring a little bit, and so nothing quite happens the way that you want it to. And so, after about 15 minutes, you're just sitting out in the grass kind of exhausted.
3: Um, that failure does level me up. Whoa! Yeah. Um... So, I am going to take something that we've talked about before. Uh, it is a move called Abjuration. And, um, again, I imagine the, the book that I borrowed was kind of like a Magic for Dummies book that I was just kind of practicing and will now be practicing for the remainder of the night. But Abjuration is basically a move that has some of the use magic effects, but like lesser versions of them. There's mm. a whole
1: list. I don't want to go through all of them. Okay. Give us a taste. What's a taste of what it does?
3: Uh, Take some time to completely ward a building or area from monsters by whatever means necessary. Um, take time to surround someone or yourself in a magical shield that reduces all the harm from a single hit to zero. Uh, Counteract or purge pre-existing magic from a given area. Stop something from using magic or disrupt another's use magic attempt. So things like that kind of off-brand use magic effects
2: more like status effects than real actual attacks or anything
3: yeah so i i assume that because i've been kind of told and now i've essentially proven to myself that i don't operate the way i operated before Mm -hmm. that this is my attempt to go well time to dive into a different field and use that to protect people yeah okay and so i i have just been studying some kind of runes glyphs sigils um over these hours that i will hopefully be able to employ
1: okay So as night falls, I think that Jake is still not far from the base, but a decent distance away. And that every now and then you guys might see little sparks of color coming from that direction.
3: At some point, I want to go have a conversation with Soroka.
1: Yeah, she is over in the construction area. And uh, when she sees you coming, she she stops and turns to you.
3: Uh, As you've noticed, I think a lot has changed about a lot of us.
1: Oh, yes, very heavy. Yeah, And TJ, too. (laughs)
3: Uh, I don't have the same stuff that I did before. I'm different. Um, I'll do my best to help you, you know, with the heavy lifting and things, but I'm afraid it's not going to go as well, so.
1: Oh, well, we can always call for equipment. Is everything all right? You know, a lot's happened
3: to all of us recently. We've all changed. And um, yeah, I mean, it's all right. You know, I'm here. I'm ready to do the work. I'm alive, but I don't have the capacity that I had before.
1: Hmm. Well, I will tell you that um, when we brought the station down, I did not know what to do with myself. It was the end of a dream that I had long ago. But if you can't pick up the big things, start with the small ones. And she puts a hand on your shoulder and gives it a pat and turns back and starts working again.
3: Okay. Um,
2: Well, I guess it's bedtime. Oh, we need to sleep in this game? God, I'm doing that. What's funny is I actually have to spin around at least once before I can <laughs> fall asleep.
1: So we find everyone asleep inside of the barracks. We hear the buzzing of mosquitoes, the sound of the wind. And then we hear a phone buzz, followed by the wrenching of metal so loud in the night that it wakes everybody up. And as you all sit up in your beds, Jake, you can see that your phone has just buzzed. Uh, I mean, I want to glance at it, see if there's like a name on the screen. Uh, it's from Ori. Is it? actively ringing no it is a text
3: okay i'm gonna grab the phone as i like grab my shield and open it up and read it it says in all caps get out uh guys our uh, friend from hawaii says we need to get the hell out of here what 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 uh i'm going to uh grab my
2: gear and everything and uh strap the old electro blaster onto my wrist yeah i think same i'm uh,
0: just kind of automatic at this point when there's danger sounds just rolling out of bed and getting everything on as we're heading towards the door.
3: What was that? What the hell? Does the whole crew sleep in the same area? Are we all together? Yep. So they're all awake and like hearing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Get geared. We need to move somewhere safe. I, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I believe him. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. And we'll go out.
1: All right. So as you guys all head outside, Adam hits a button on the side of the building, which turns on all of the lights going down the runway. And the first thing that you see is the helicopter with its blades ripped off. And they're just in a pile on the ground next to it.
0: Not a good start. Uh, I am just scanning, trying to see if I can see anything moving over there.
1: Okay, roll a mystery.
2: And while he's scanning, I want to ask Stroka, is there any other way to get out of
1: here besides that helicopter? No, all of the equipment, it has to be flown in. That's a nine. All right. You get a hold one.
0: Uh, I I think I got to go with where did it go as I'm trying to like scan for movement.
1: Okay, so like where did whatever did this go? Yes. So as you stand in the runway looking around, everybody kind of piles out behind you and the lights are so bright to illuminate this place and make it safe. But you don't see any tracks anywhere and it dawns on you that you should try to block the light. And you put both your hands up to your eyes. And what you see in the distance, as you cover your eyes from the light, what you see is a winged creature, maybe seven or eight feet tall, pass in front of the moon and then dive into some clouds.
0: We got a flyer, uh, something big with wings. And I'm going to get out the sniper rifle and try
2: to see if I can get eyes on it. I want to find the tallest building slash tower around here.
1: Uh, that would probably be the top of... The structure that holds the rocket before it launches at the end of the runway.
3: Well, then I want to start climbing it.
1: All right. TJ starts sprinting down the runway. Jake, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to fire off a text back to Ori. It says, strong and winged. What is it? So Tass is trying to get eyes on the creature. TJ is running down to try to climb up the tower. Do you have any advice for everybody else? Just any of us? Yeah.
2: I feel like the best solution to this problem is to spread out as much as possible, give it more targets than it knows what to do with. Yeah, but
0: I don't love it picking people off either, because we don't know what it is yet. Because it can take out
2: helicopters when they're by themselves pretty (laughs) easily. (laughs) It's just pissed off at helicopters. It's its natural enemy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to start corralling people somewhere else, but nowhere is good. To the tree. Good movie line. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's one of my
0: favorites. I know.
3: Um, I mean, I I want to have a better answer, but unfortunately, I think my answer is to be getting people back toward the building. Like inside and undercover is better than out in the middle of a runway. So, you know, where we can at least establish a game plan. So if nobody said otherwise, I think I'd be like, like move back, go back. Because our, our way out, the thing that we were trying to do is destroyed. You're trying to get everybody back into the barracks. Is there a building equidistant, or is the barracks just the closest thing? The barracks is the closest one. Like, yes, in into it, but not to hunker down. I think I'd be trying to get out of line of sight from anything, move through the barracks to somewhere else, you know? Okay, Uh, roll protect someone. Oh, I've got a move for this. Go on. I forgot. Um, I've got your back when you protect someone. You automatically treat your role as if it was a 10 plus. I can't fail to protect someone anymore.
1: Okay. Nice. And what are the extra effects? For protect someone or for that move? Uh, for Protect someone. Does that move have specific extra effects?
3: Uh, it's ones? got a once per mystery. If someone goes unstable, you can stabilize them, but that's not relevant right oh, okay. now. Okay. Um, protect someone. Choose an extra. Suffer little harm. All impending dangers focused on you. Inflict harm on the enemy or hold the enemy back. Um, since the enemy is not here right now, can I hold the enemy back? Yes. Okay.
1: Then that so tj roll act under pressure to climb up this tower wonderful
2: uh since i am going at a pretty solid clip mm. could i use my prenatal prenatal speed my prenatal, speed.
0: <laughs> my pre-natal <laughs> speed you know you can but you're not gonna like <laughs> yeah. it yeah
2: where i was just kind of writhing around inside my <laughs> mommy's tummy uh
1: yeah um i think that you can use that because that. Counts for being fast and dexterous and everything. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah, so roll that, that.
2: that actually brings my cool up to a zero now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Well, at least it wasn't a five. Now it's a six. So as TJ gets to the top of the scaffolding that is used to hold the rocket in place, he starts to look around for whatever it is he's here to hunt. And something very quickly dive bombs past him, nudging him off the side. And he starts to fall. Jake starts to usher everybody back into the building and looks over his shoulder just in time to see TJ fall and sees the faint outline of this creature diving and is able to shout and point so that Tass snaps his rifle up and takes a shot at it, causing it to veer away back into the jungle. TJ.
2: Can I try to land on my feet? (laughs) No, you're canine. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh should have chose catman
1: you should have done cat drugs <laughs> instead all these dog drugs you know i think that's called cheesing i don't know <laughs> um, tj you take 3 points of damage as you fall several hundred feet and hit the pavement so Jake has gotten everyone back inside of the barracks. Task you have just seen from Jake's indication where the creature was. You snapped a shot at it, uh, but you have now seen TJ falling from the top of that scaffolding, and you hear the impact from here.
2: Oh, Jesus. And a really
0: sharp yelp. Yep. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go get TJ, and I'm gonna put the rifle away and get the spear as I'm running over to him.
1: Uh, Jake, what are you doing now that you've gotten everybody? inside the building
3: um i think i want to use one of my abjuration effects okay uh take some time to completely ward a building or area from monsters by whatever means necessary making it very difficult for monsters to gain access so i think once everybody's back in here i'm just going no 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 and just kind of like walking around and you know looking at the book and like drawing runes and whatever things i'm i've read and trying to ward this building uh roll it uh it is not a roll oh It just happens, but I only get to use it three times. I only get to use any of these effects three times a mystery.
1: I see. I see. Okay, cool. So Jake moves around the building and starts to etch these wards on the ground, and we see a very faint shimmer start to appear. Tash, you start sprinting down towards TJ. What exactly are you trying to do here? Are you trying to grab him and just get him away as quick as possible, or are you trying to watch for incoming attacks? What's your main focus here?
0: Uh, Main focus is again to stay between it and tj so i want to get to him because i know if he isn't dead he is in bad shape so i don't want this thing to be attacking him if it is going to swoop back around
1: all right uh, roll read a bad situation
0: lots of my best stat rolls here which is good uh six
1: so you were able to sprint down and make it to tj how are you doing tj well i'm at
2: three harm uh i hit pretty hard but i'm not dead so i'm still stable
1: good and as you get down here and kneel over tj a fourth of the lights going up and down the runway blackout shit the section of lights that are out are the section that hit about half of the helicopter and are in front of the housing barracks oh good so it's like a grid yeah yeah Two sections of lights on each side of the runway.
0: Okay. Um, TJ. Okay, man. Um, better
2: off in my bunk. Ugh.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna just try to help him up to his
1: feet and start backpedaling towards the barracks. All right. So if you're gonna try to get down this and get through this darkness and get back into that building, roll act under pressure to get yourself and TJ to safety. Okay. That's a 10. Yeah, you are able to help him along. He doesn't seem to have anything broken in his legs anyway. And with your guys' speed combined, you're able to get through this dark patch and get into the building. Uh, but as you pass through that dark area, you do hear wings flap over you. Uh, and Then you're inside of the building.
3: Jake, how's it going in here? I tried to put down some wards. It should be protected from monsters. They should have a real hard time getting in here. Put down what? I I was reading Magic for Dummies on the helicopter ride. I'm doing my best out here. I I love it. I love it.
0: Thank you. Um and I'm just going to kind of take a knee by the door and try to keep
2: an eye out. Anybody here a medic? Oh.
1: Uh, no, I don't take those on anymore. You got my last one killed. Oh. <laughs> and we all Damn. three visually
2: <laughs> just kind of do a sort of just, oh. Ta-da-da. Ta-da-da. Ta-da. Ta-da. Ta-da-da. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> then he exploded. Then
1: he exploded.
2: Well, then I'm just going to like stretch out a little bit, check everything, see what works, what doesn't.
1: Yeah, so you stretch out a little bit and start to inspect yourself, and it is just a lot of bruises and muscle damage. You took it hard on your shoulder and your back when you fell, and even through all of the hair, you can see the skin underneath turning yellow and purple and black.
3: TJ, do you think there's a way that you can Frankenstein that helicopter to fly again? And I kind of do one of these double, like,
2: blink, blink, blink takes, and realize that I still have the ability to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I can in my head is what I'm saying. But what I really say is, yeah, no problem.
3: Okay. I think you and I should make a break for that helicopter. At worst, we draw this thing's fire away from everybody in the tent. At best, we can get to the helicopter, get it operational again, get everybody on it and get the hell out of here. Okay. I kind of look to task with like a thoughts.
0: Uh, I mean, I'd rather come out with you guys if we're going to draw attention, but I can stay here if you want me
2: to. If you can keep a keep it off of us that'd, that'd probably go a long way
1: man i'll sure try okay all right so the three of you are going to go out and try to work on the helicopter tj is going to try to do something what exactly are you going to try to do all you've got right now is pieces of helicopter
2: That that's okay um i actually saw ducktales once um where <laughs> this was a long time ago uh-huh. where um launchpad took a helicopter and turned it into a buzzard on Uh, like he made the uh, (laughs) he made the ducks row the blades like wings while he piloted (laughs) and so that's kind of like what i'm gonna do basically turn the helicopter into another type of flying machine in this
3: case, a flappy wingy thingy. Yeah, so my thought in the two of us going is that he'll probably need me to try and bend some things, lift some things, reposition some things so that this will fly a different way. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm out there to kind of be the, the heavy lifter if, if he needs help. And Tess, what exactly are you doing?
0: I think I'm just coming out the entrance to where I can see the helicopter and I'm just taken a knee with the sniper rifle okay. so that if anything swoops towards them, I can try to shoot at it.
1: All right. And you are in the dark here. So the helicopter is in the dark and the kind of the quadrant you guys are in is dark.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Um, I do
0: have my headlamp. Um, so I think I'll just pop that on and f- turn it on. And
3: he's just a delicious beacon now.
1: <laughs> yes. So TJ roll weird science, Jake roll no limits and Tass roll protect someone. Uh, I got an 8. I got a 6. Well, that's good because I got a 2. So the group of you go out into the darkness to try and transform this helicopter. And TJ starts to build. He starts to take things apart, starts to reconstruct, reorder everything to get it to be something new that will work. And Jake tries to lend a hand by doing some of the heavy lifting and some of the bending and moving things around. While Tass turns on his headlamp and gets the sniper rifle out and is watching. And he sees movement out of the corner of his eye. And he turns and he fires. And we see a spark of electricity as one of the generators next to the construction building explodes. As it explodes, sparks shoot from it everywhere. And we see some of the sparks land on a trail of gasoline from the helicopter's broken gas tank.
0: Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
3: This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang Restaurant, Changchun, Northeastern China. It's uh, spring, 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands.
0: <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have
2: heads
3: And what do you do exactly, besides dance with strangers?
2: I work for the postal service.
3: <laughs> you, you're a, a postman.
2: Weird, right? Weird, well, yeah. right.
1: what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a
3: dead person?
1: Yep, there's a cost.
3: How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. Seems like a lot.
0: Lift up your shirt. What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We are done. Ow! Yeah, this is going to hurt.
3: For what? Nothing. Oh. 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 to
0: the very worst thing that could possibly happen
3: Sara please write back if your letter can find me here then I think we have a lot to talk about Saludos Raul the very worst thing that could possibly happen an audio drama in nine parts produced by Wolf at the Door Studios out now For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.